Welcome to C.S. Joseph Responds. I'm your host, Chase. Here to answer your questions on any topic, Jungian analytical psychology, or the four sides of the mind, also known as four sides dynamics. Today's question is, excuse me, is EJRND an ISTP or ESTP? The source of today's question is Cora, and uh, we're going to take a look. Here's a picture of uh, EJRND and uh, uh, the Cora question details bot. Uh, on August 8th, 2017 says he's believed to be an ESTP. He though reminds me of people I consider ISTP. He had a popular MBTI and Socionics YouTube channel. Yes, he did actually. Uh, Mr. EJRND had a very popular channel and uh, I actually didn't really know about him until I had some contact with an INTJ uh, woman from Australia who actually uh, told me about him and told me his story, etc. But a little while later, I started, uh, I got the opportunity to actually watch some of his uh, videos because uh, a lot of his videos escaped into obscurity because he basically took down his YouTube channel and all of his content with it. Luckily, a few people made some archives about uh, some of EJ R&D's content and reposted it to YouTube, but Oftentimes he'd actually ask them to take it down, and he did, and it, uh, in, in some cases, you know, so not a lot of his content is actually available, but some of his pieces are out there on the internet still if you can actually find them. What's interesting about EJ R&D is that he took a similar approach that I do uh, when combining aspects of MBTI and aspects of socionics together to create one grand narrative to explain Jungian analytical psychology. Uh, he he predated uh, a lot of the MBTI YouTubers within the or the MBTI blogosphere, uh, and uh, there are people out there who uh, you know either largely reject uh, the teachings of EJ R&D or um, or vehemently support him with a heart and core cult following. I actually maintain that uh, my mentor, my INFJ mentor specifically, and maybe my ESTP mentor, I'm not entirely sure, uh, but they know each other, so it's a good chance that they shared information. But in terms of EJ R&D, I actually think uh, my INFJ mentor studied EJ R&D extensively, and a lot of, uh, on top of Dr. Linda Barron, Steve at Montgomery, um, Kiersey, uh, Plato, etc., um, Mark Hunziker, um, John, Dr. John Beebe, etc., like all these different sources that are within my own bibliography as to where I talk about Jungian analytical psychology from. Uh, my mentor also read the same books, but I believe a lot of my mentor's approaches actually originally came from E.J. Arendi, and, uh, which is which is fantastic. So one of the reasons why I maintain that EJ R&D himself is uh, probably one of the absolute best uh, typologists in the history of the world, uh, but a lot of people disagree with me on that, but that doesn't matter. I think he's one of the best, and I think that my mentors had a profound respect for him, especially since it is easily, you can easily tell that a lot of their work is actually based on some of EJ R&D's influence. Um, and thus, I am also influenced through EJ R&D. And this INTJ woman from Australia made that very clear to me in a Discord conversation. She's like, "You, everything you're talking about is super, super similar to EJ R&D. And I'm like, 
really? And I watched a few of his videos and I was like, wow, yeah, actually it is pretty similar. And then I real and I looked at the time frame. I also looked at some old emails and some conversations that I had uh, with my mentors. And I come to realize that, uh, you know, EJ R&D was talking about the same things at the same exact time as they were talking about things. So I suspect that he had a profound influence on their work and thus a profound influence on my work. Now, uh, before we actually answer the question here, because guess what? I mean, he's not an ISTP and he's not an ESTP as this question is asking. EJ R&D is neither of those types. So let's, let's, let's actually talk about why that is and talk a little bit about EJ R&D specifically and, and to the best of my knowledge as to what happened. Um, he had his uh, MBTI uh, socionics related YouTube channels extremely popular. He was seen as like the de facto source material out there, uh, you know, except for maybe like Dave's superpowers, etc. Um, which is Dave's superpowers is who Frank James actually uh, sources as, you know, or cites as his main source of information, which is funny to me because Frank James is actually an INFP. He's not actually an INFJ, which is really frustrating. Um, but, you know, he, he maintains that Dave's superpowers is the de facto uh, MBTI, uh, you know, leader in terms of the psychology, etc. in the MBTI blogosphere today. Um, I disagree. Uh, but uh, regardless of that, um, uh, EJ R&D either predated uh, Dave Superpowers or he started out around the same time Dave Superpowers did as well. So it's kind of interesting to see how that works. Now, someone may have to fact check me on that one because I'm not entirely sure about the particular dates. I just look at the dates of my mentors when it was going on uh, many, many, many years ago, um, which I think was in which I think was in about 2011 and 2012 when I started studying under, I think it was 2011 when I started studying under uh, my ESTP mentor, uh, basically for Jungian analytical psychology. But anyway, so EJ R&D uh, kind of had an identity crisis uh, during the time that he was presenting his information and his, his knowledge and research uh, for Jungian analytical psychology to, to YouTube, basically. And I remember the specific video where he starts basically having a freak out during the video where he's like, oh, I'm an ESTP. He's always claimed he's an ESTP. But then he's like, oh, I'm turning into an INFJ. I don't know what to do. And he starts freaking out. And then eventually he comes to accept that he was an INFJ all along. And he's one of the very few people who have publicly come out to admit that they were actually wrong about their own type. And that was extremely painful experience for uh, Mr. R&D um, when this happened. I actually tried to reach out to him recently, but he has zero desire whatsoever to speak to me because I've always, always wanted to interview him and I've always wanted to know if he's ever had contact with my mentors, etc. cetera, uh, whatsoever. But I really, I really don't know. Um, it, it would be nice. It, it would be, it would be pretty cool if that was the case, but I, I have no idea. Um, now, but his little identity crisis where he realized he was not actually an ESTP, but then realized that he was an INFJ. And, and by the way, I agree with this. He's direct. He's responding. He's, he's movement. Hashtag uh, progression, basically. 
according to the type grid. So he is a finisher type. So I can see why someone might think he's an ISTP because an ISTP shares the same cognitive functions as an INFJ, introverted intuition, extroverted sensing, extroverted feeling, introverted thinking. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. However, he is very abstract, always focus on the what if. He's not very concrete and he is very affiliative, which means he's focused on doing the right thing. Whereas an ISTP is very pragmatic, they just do what works. He looks like he's a pragmatic, he dresses like a pragmatic, but he's actually affiliative. He's very focused on doing this and, and he's affiliative because he's all about how other people feel and the social dynamics and he's also he also carries a performance anxiety about him. And he also has something called TE Trickster, which is something INFJs have. It's just where they can start believing just about anything when they don't, they can end up using the wrong input uh, in their heads and then thus they're not really verifying against very much uh, because they're using the wrong input. This creates an echo chamber within their minds. This is an echo chamber within their heads which actually leads to ignorance and EJRND, like all INFJs, are weak to this phenomenon if they're not careful. And so this this became a big issue for him. Now I have a theory. I, my theory is, is that he got involved with a girl uh, who was a hardcore Bible-believing, born-again Christian uh, whose church or family believed that his or she herself believed that his knowledge of the MBTI, Socionics, and Carl Jung were actually, you know, hashtag of the devil. I mean, we can go like, you know, cue all the Waterboy memes right now. Foosballs of the devil. And because of that, EJ already believed her. And in order to be in a relationship with her, an intimate relationship with this woman, he would have to adopt the belief system of this woman, which is actually very common of INFJs to adopt their lover's belief systems. It's very common. It may not happen at first, but over time, they eventually get broken down and they end up taking on and mirroring the belief system of their lovers basically and take on it. And I think that's what happened to EJ R&D. And then he had this existential crisis. He had this uh, spiritual uh, religious crisis. And he basically was forced to be in a position of, I either have to make a decision bet between my woman or my YouTube channel. Again, this is just a theory guys. Uh, I don't know the actual reason why he took down his YouTube channel, but, uh, but, People have said, and I have read some of his comments where it was all about his approach uh, to Christianity because he maintains that Christianity and Jungian analytical psychology are mutually exclusive, which I absolutely reject. I think that's ridiculous. I think they're not mutually exclusive in a lot of ways. Yes, Jung was an occultist. Yes, uh, Jung uh, was very anti-Jesus, anti-Christianity in, in a lot of ways. However... However, uh, the thing is, though, is that if, if, if Jungian analytical psychology is true, then technically that would mean God created it, right? And we're just observing a phenomenon in that regard. And if that's the case, then why does EJRND have to like, complain about that because other, and take his YouTube channel down when other people around him are being ignorant? It's not necessarily his fault, right? So... And anyway, I reached out to him. I asked him for an interview, uh, but he told me no. Um, I don't often ask people to interview with me on my channel. It's very, very rare when it happens. I think I've probably maybe done it like six times ever. And uh, I would definitely love the honor of interviewing uh, Jay uh, in in the uh, in the future. But uh, regardless, I mean, it's it, it's nice to. Uh, 
you know, have the opportunity to, to continue uh, his work. Because like I said, my theory is also that my mentors, a lot of my mentors work were heavily influenced by him specifically. So, so yeah, when I saw this question on Quora, I was like, yeah, I have to answer that. So, so anyway, is EJRND an ISTP or an ESTP? The answer is no, he is actually an INFJ. Uh, and in fact, one of his uh, videos uh, confirmed that uh, and, and he explained why and I agree with all of his conclusions within that video. If you can actually find it, good luck. So anyway, uh, if you'd like a chance at your question being answered on this channel, please post it on Quora and tag me or leave it as a comment below. If you want a guaranteed answer for your question, because I may not answer those questions, uh, become a silver patron at csjoseph.life forward slash Patreon and post your question on our private Q&A Discord channel where I'm answering all of your questions during a private live stream each month. Please also make sure to like and subscribe to support the channel. We'd really appreciate that. And with all that being said, folks, I'll see you guys tonight.